0: Hey, everybody. Thanks for checking out this week's episode of My First Sketch at MyFirstSketch.com. I'm Josh Hyam. As always, feel free to subscribe to the show on iTunes or on SoundCloud and get it automatically. You can like the podcast on Facebook at Facebook.com slash MyFirstSketch. My email is Josh at And you can follow me on Twitter at Josh High Foss. We are about a month away from Philly Sketch Fest from April 20th to the 23rd. So we are on the march looking for volunteers. If you are interested in spending an evening helping out the festival, head to phillysketchfest.com and fill out the Google form. I am super excited that today's guest is Samantha Russell, a member of Secret Pants and Youth Large and the director of Goat Rodeo. She brought with her a sketch she wrote in high school called the Pretzel Bandit. Julia Sully is the titular Pretzel Bandit Sam and Goldie play the detectives on the case. Zia Hilty plays the lunch lady getting robbed. And Brian Craig gives all the stage directions and visual information. So let's get to the sketch.
1: The Pretzel Bandit A cafeteria where a lunch lady is selling snacks. Bandit runs up.
2: This is a stick-up. Oh no. Oh yes. Give me all your money.
3: And a pretzel. Okay, whatever you want. Just
1: don't hurt me. She gives him the money and the pretzel. This was too easy. He runs away. Two women agents run
3: up. Where is he? Where's the pretzel bandit? He went that way. Whoa, we missed him again. We have to catch this guy before he holds up any more lunch, ladies. Wait a minute. This guy has a pattern, and I know where he's going to strike next. We'll have to go undercover.
1: New scene. A different cafeteria. Woman 1 is seen behind the snack table with an apron on. Bandit approaches.
2: This is a stick-up. Give me all
3: of your money. And a pretzel. Oh, you want a pretzel?
1: Woman 2 pops up from under the table and begins to throw pretzels at the bandit. The bandit acts as if he's hit from the pretzels. They're extremely painful. He falls to the floor.
3: Well, let's see who this pretzel bandit really is.
1: They remove the mask and gasp.
2: (gasps) Andre Wilson! And I would have gotten away with it, too, if it wasn't for you pesky kids.
3: Ah, save it for the judge.
1: Another case solved by the high school detectives.
0: Hey, Sam. Hey. All right, so uh, Pretzel Bandit, where did this come from? Yeah,
3: this came from, uh, I had a, a... Two episode deal on the uh, Lakewood (laughs) uh, cable access channel. My performing arts teacher kind of ran the channel, ran just kind of stuff from the school. And um, I took performing arts classes and I I don't know if he suggested I do this or I suggested I do this and he let me do this. Mm -hmm. But um, it was called Keep Your Pants On. And it was just a sketch comedy show that I wrote everything, and we shot them during class and sometimes after school, and I edited it like I physically did like the tape to tape editing. It was tape to tape. tape
0: Oh my gosh!
3: And I had two episodes, and uh, it was terrible. (laughs) These are terrible. Um, (laughs) I was so proud of it too.
0: Do these things still exist? Like,
3: I am not sure because I went through my tape collection. (laughs) I found a one tape that said like my second show mm-hmm. which was the lesser of the episodes i i kind of sophomore slump it, you put the good episodes in the first yeah. you know the pilot so he gets picked up um but <laughs> so i found this i brought it to work where i do have like a dvd like it's a vhs yeah. dvd converter and i tried to kind of watch it and the tapes really messed up mm. and it wouldn't convert and it's really like the tracking's all off and it's a mess. But it's only part of the episode. It comes in halfway through and then gets cut off because I taped over it with the Ben Stiller episode of Saturday Night Live. So, <laughs> why? I don't know. That's just embarrassing. Was like, like, this the, is the
0: so... F- the first time he hosts it?
3: I have no idea why. I. But I just kind of... I'm watching this at work and I'm like, wait a minute, like... All of a sudden, it just cuts off in the middle of a thing. And I'm like, why would I take this? uh, Do the Yankees
0: come out in the monologue? I didn't even get that far. I was so annoyed. Okay. Cause but cause I, I, I can't have that quite. On tape, so, like,
3: I can so Oh, I, okay. I can't quite tr- transfer it either. So it, it feels like that that um, Simpsons episode where they find Steamboat Itchy and like right. I feel like this thing is about One, to just yeah, blow it's going to disintegrate uh, at some any point second soon. now. But I'm going to try to see if I can oh transfer gosh, it over. But that's... this was the tape that had I had Dawson's Creek parody <laughs> and it was called like like Andrew's Lake or something, and it was just really the Dawson's Creek. Plot lines, and we just did that. There was also like a, oh. I, I for some reason I was really obsessed with like making fun of white trash people. <laughs> I don't know because I, I also when I grew up I watched a lot of In Living Color and they would always kind of make fun of black culture. So maybe I was just going well I'm just going to make fun of my right. culture. That's what you do. So wait,
0: so so you're saying like your your culture is white trash? Like, well,
3: like I can make fun of white trash. Right, like I'm right. allowed okay. to because I'm white. Yeah. So like I, I I'm pretty know. sure
0: everyone's allowed to make fun so of. So I had I
3: had in here there's yeah uh, in my little book I have here with some of the scripts I have white trash talk. <laughs> which was like a Jerry Springer thing, a parody. And it was just kind of like cousins who had dated and broken up arguing and everybody with accents. And it was awful. And then I did like a white, it was a Tommy Hick figure or something, <laughs> like white trash clothing line. And I did a whole, I did a whole fashion show it was awful
0: that could work that that could be great i think i still have some of the pants that i made for this one
3: i just glued a bunch of zippers to another one i put like all of these like patches on it i don't know if it got (laughs) thrown out during the whole thing (laughs) we went through all of our stuff and it was like a stupid thing i was attached to
0: but okay so you you brought with you two types of folders full of like sketches and the one drawings and sets and like it's just banana pants yeah, to me. Like. For, the,
3: my, for my high school show, uh, since I was in charge and I'm a nutcase, I have all of, like, well, this is not all of the scripts because there was a bunch of other scripts that mm-hmm. I'm, like, kind of upset I don't have those as well. I feel like they were slightly better than these. But um, I have a, like, a hair remover product that just rips your skin off. <laughs> it's a whole infomercial for this. I have How Dumb Are You, which is some sort of MTV game show. And uh, the white trash talk. And I also have, like, little things I did where I, I, I have all the casting, who's going to play who, and then I have, uh, like, set design where I drew the sets and I made lists of props. So this is, like, me.
0: It's a full artifact. Yeah, like and
3: it's it, I didn't even realize that that was in there. I knew when I was searching for this little binder I knew exactly what it looked like. I knew the Petzl Bandit was right on top. But I didn't remember, like, all of these little things that I had done. And I'm like, man, I really <laughs> I really you had my serious, shit together. Like, I was very serious, and I, I edited all this, and I, I like, ma- you know, scheduled all the time and <laughs> met like, with everybody and had all this done. So, it's kind of crazy. So
0: you had this performing arts class mm-hmm. with this TV show at school. What, Like, what's driving you to, to write? Like, what
3: not even sure. I think, I well, one, I probably had big dreams of becoming a famous actress. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I'm i not even sure. I, and I don't know if, yeah, I, again, I don't know if Mr. Bacone had pitched this to me or if I did it. But, like, I'm watching it. I'm going, I guess he let us do this because then he had something for us to do in class. Right. Like So maybe it was a little bit of that. And I kind of just felt like, well, I, I've seen this. I watched Saturday Night Live. I can do this. So I think I just kind of decided I wanted to to Do this because I thought I could.
0: Okay, um, so what made you laugh growing up? Like, uh,
3: I did watch a lot of sketch comedy growing up. I remember watching Tracy Ullman's show, I was very, very young, so all I really remember is yelling go home on the t- at, t- at the TV. Like, mm. me and my siblings would be like, Go home, go home. I don't think She's I've ever
0: that. seen the actual Tracy Ullman show. Like I, I don't remember
3: anything else about it, but that I have very vivid images of standing in her living room yelling go home at the TV and then. This, watching The Simpsons because I remember my sister explaining to me like oh well this those actors did right. those voices right. like her explaining the idea of cartoons to And me. I, I
0: think that's something that is forgotten is that marge and homer were cast members on yeah. tracy Ullman's show yeah, yeah, yeah. like
3: I specifically remember my sister explaining that to me right. like oh well, that's them that's their voices and i watched the simpsons i i'm a huge simpsons fan i watched that from like day one those i watched those and i watched the show and i remember being very into it like in second grade third grade and
0: yeah i wasn't allowed to actually watch simpsons for a while like my my parents were one of those that like Mm-hmm. They were against it, but at the same time, I still got the toys. Like there was oh, like like, yeah. a, like a like a Burger King plush toy that came out. Oh, I got yeah, the yeah. whole family, and yeah. like, but it wasn't until like the syndication happened, and you know at six thirty or six o'clock, that's when I started like uh, diving okay. in. Do you have a favorite Simpsons like episode?
3: Uh, I really I enjoy uh, the Comet episode, Bart's Comet. Okay, that's one of my favorite episodes. I also really enjoy uh, Twenty Two Short Stories yeah. about Springfield because it kind of just like touches a on weird everybody. Little, it's it's, very, it's a very full fun city. Yes. D- Episode. But uh, I also think I, I was the youngest, so I think my parents just kind of like whatever. I, At that point, because my I older siblings are watching these things, and then, you know, they want to watch it, so they just went whatever. Yeah,
0: I had that too, where yeah. I'm just like, whatever. You're, yeah. you're so the I fourth one. I was allowed one. to watch
3: Simpsons. I watched In Living Color when that was on. Um, and we also, when I was little, um, went probably when I was in like second or third grade, my Aunt Mary got a video camera. And this was huge because we would every holiday my siblings and my cousins and we would all like after dinner lock ourselves in a room and come up with like a show we were gonna oh do. my gosh and my aunt would tape it and it would be like either um like a newscast or we would do like a talk show or a uh home shopping network was big we would like find items and we try to sell them for some reason
0: do any of these exist like I
3: don't know i'd have to ask my aunt mary if she still has these tapes um but that was like a huge deal to us that we'd come up with like a plot and then it was almost like a christopher guest style well this is what you're gonna do and you're gonna kind of talk about this but we didn't have like full scripts because we just didn't have the time but (laughs) after dinner but this was like i don't know so like kind of my introduction to performing so you've been
0: like performing and doing sketch basically since day four like wow (laughs) um so where, where does Saturday Night Live come in? I mean, you talked about taping over your
2: uh, I, high school
0: TV show with.
3: I think I started watching Saturday Night Live in high school. Like, that's when you're like, I can stay up late. Like, mm. my parents don't seem to care. And I, I watched a lot, like, um, when it was uh, Will Ferrell and uh, Sherry O'Terry and Chris Kattan mm-hmm. and, like, Goth Talk and the cheerleaders. and. Um, Who
0: would be your favorite cast member?
3: That I don't know. Com- you,
0: I need an answer. I need I something. I need an answer. Like. Um,
3: God, that's such, a, that's such a tough question because I don't know if there's anyone real, real specific that really <sighs> – God. Because I, I – <laughs> I, maybe Sherry O'Terry. I mean, because just because of – that's when I was watching it when it was kind of influential and she was just kind of doing these real goofy characters yeah. and, like – there there was no shame in it, like, just being silly. And, yeah. You know, like, you kind of... They also did a lot in that time period of, like, high school kids doing stuff. Like, the, the goth talk and the cheerleaders and stuff. So, maybe yeah, that kind of is. trickled over to my mindset where you're like, oh, I kind of understand these people. Right. I don't know, and these characters, but... Jerry. I don't know. It's, I feel like it's a lot of pressure to pick one cast member. There's only 140 something to pick from, so but just they're, but they're grab one. it's it's a group effort. <laughs> I'll take
0: Sherry O'Terry. That's yeah. that's perfectly fine. <laughs> She's come up a lot recently, like with the people I've talked to. So I'm perfectly okay with her.
3: But that was when I was most influential. I think mm-hmm. to sat- watching Saturday Night Live. All
0: right, and then all right. So you you're performing the show in high school. You yes. You do a couple episodes on the weird does secret pants start like is um, it, or well, is there okay. any, well, well, or bridge the gap to secret pants is there anything okay. so
3: the keep your pants on was in high school then when i went to college
0: oh my gosh there's another like uh, there's another folder the other
3: thing yeah i did well th- i almost didn't find these scripts and then i did find some backup scripts where i wrote like a, a like a kind of funny commercial in college uh, my f- that was my I think that was my freshman year, and then my senior year, I also wrote an entire pilot for a television show oh that Brian gosh. just recently sat and read and did not laugh at all. So, um,
2: <laughs>
3: so uh, called Anywhere
0: f- State. right? It's called
3: Anywhere State, and it's about a girl go- uh, from New Jersey going to college in Pennsylvania, uh, based on my life. <laughs> so, uh, which was not funny apparently, <laughs> but. <laughs> Except I did have one joke where I, I kept telling people. That was the only thing he laughed at. I, I, I Anytime I told anyone that I was from New Jersey, they'd say, I'm sorry. Right. So, like, he kept laughing. That was the only one. He goes, oh, I get this joke. This keeps It's a nice runner. Like, it's going to... So, uh, but in college, I also had a television show on uh, LaSalle 56, um, which was called Word on the Street. Okay. And uh, it was kind of, it, it was given to me. They kind of give people the shows that already are happening mm-hmm. and you just take it and you do it right. yourself and then the next year someone else you does You
0: institutions. It yes. keep going. So
3: it, this was Word on the Street and it was just kind of like a man on the street kind of. You, you ask him a question and you try to, you know, make them look stupid. And, um... <laughs> Me and my friends took it over and we started doing like little sketches in between. So we would have a theme for the episode and then we'd have like three bits that would go throughout the episode. So we do like, we did a a food episode so we'd Mm. do all the trivia questions about food and then there was a, uh, a through line about how I was supposed to be in a pickle eating competition but I was worried I couldn't eat anymore. And so I tr- I was training eating. Okay. So like like first it was, you know, the establishing the problem. Then the middle part was like these ridiculous training montages. Which, where I'm
0: like not to be a, a, you know downer, that's actually a thing now. People train to eat. Oh, yeah. Like, I kinda, think I like,
3: watched, I did watch shows. I think around <laughs> like then too because it was about the, like the Nathan's hot dog <laughs> oh, eating competitions yeah. and like people do train. But it was, it was more comically like where I'm like lifting my arm things. up looking right. like I'm lifting weights, but I had a hot dog in my hand and I kept taking bites every mm-hmm. time I put it up and stuff like that where I was just eating food and to uh, Eye of the Tiger, and then at the end, I'm like, I start, you know, when the, the bell the goes off, and I'm worried I'm not going to do it, and my coach is like, you can do it, and I'm like, all right, and I just start eating pickles, oh so I, I won, but, um, so this was, a, we had a whole season, it was like maybe 10 episodes of mm-hmm. this, and it was actually really popular, like, and I'm not trying to... My own horn, but we were getting a lot of emails from people who were like, um, "Look, I, I don't normally watch your channel, but this is really <laughs> funny." And so we would be like, "Hey, would, you know what kind of questions do you want?" And then sometimes people would give us like questions or ideas, and and I, I got recognized on the street for a while, <laughs> like, "Hey, wait a minute, you're on that LaSalle show?" And I'm like, "Yeah," and it was really successful. And then the next year they tried to do it, and it it wasn't as good, and they never did it again, That's as far as I know. I mean, they could have brought it back, but I like to think that you know they just couldn't follow me. <laughs> these i do have i do have word on the street
0: you have word on oh my gosh i have word on the
3: street and th- that one i like i did just recently watch that the the food mon just me eating the uh at the end and it it's actually kind of funny <laughs> i it, i'm that one i'm not as embarrassed over as the um the high school thing
2: oh my that gosh, was a lot more embarrassing
3: fantastic. but th- that one was it was something i was very proud of and i i think I think I did a good job with that. So that too, I would shoot, I, we shot all of it. I edited all of it. I did like everything.
0: So you were like straight into the art, like you wanted to do this. Like yes. you wanted to.
3: Cause I, well, I went to school for television production. Okay. Um, and then I, I kind of joined the TV station and helped out with some shows mm. that, at LaSalle. And I, I made like a, I made a small, like a silent film. There was kind of like they would have like a little film fest. Was it like
0: artsy, like? It
3: well, it was it was comically artsy. Okay. Um, I did it, I did do it in black and white, but it was a it was a story that a friend had told me about a um, mimes coming to their school for like our high school for a presentation.
0: Sounds and terrifying. I
3: yeah, and then people just started laughing, and the one mime got so upset and grabbed the microphone and go and like. like you shouldn't be laughing at me this is so important you don't know what I've given up to be a mime and like and I just I was inspired by this story so I told the mime story of him uh, struggling and his father wanting him to go to medical school and him getting accepted to mime school and just his father throwing him out and he just went for miming (laughs) and then the big moment is him miming and everyone laughing at him and him just feeling so so sad, like yeah. the
0: jazz singer but with mimes.
3: I suppose. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it was yeah. So this is what I I did in college. I did that.
0: Um wow, like because I went I went to school when I went for film and I dropped mm-hmm. out, but like when we did our film production class, I was the only one that didn't do a funny m- short. Like mine mm-hmm. was serious and it was supposed to be like a good story and everyone else did all these fake mockumentaries because Christopher Guest and The Office just became huge things. So I was like, I'm the downer in, like, all these stupid little, like, parodies. I was so pissed. I was not happy at all.
2: Oh, I,
3: know, I also did, in college, we had to do a thing where, for the TV production class, where we took a script that already existed and then... Um, like recreate it and a lot of people would try to recreate scenes from movies but they would just edit themselves in and it always looked awful Mm because like like, these are the best from the year before and i'm like these suck so like i was like you know what's already a script a song so i made all these like music videos and i did this like britney spears thing where i was uh like dressing very very provocatively and Mm. like dancing uh, with men and then holding like there would be these like quick breaks of like me holding up a sign that says I'm a good role model for <laughs> students and I was really you know like <laughs> socking it to Britney Spears I really thought I had like a I really thought I had something there I'd probably have that somewhere as well <laughs> 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 yeah, I should should recreate that it was as uh, something else but we just t- we took that and we took like TRL like mm. and like Next up, Britney Spears, and then there was another one that um, we did a an in sync, I think, video. I don't remember what th- the point we were trying to get across <laughs> with that one, but so yeah, it was pretty bad.
0: <laughs> uh, anything else before Secret Pants happens? Like,
3: hmm. I don't think so. I was briefly on an episode of Hack for about two point five seconds. The taxi driver show. The taxi show? driver show. There was a call for. Um, Extras. And this was like right after I graduated college and I had nothing to do. And I was kind of like, I'm not going to take a job until it's in my fields, except I'll work at Target, but then, but not like a real job. (laughs) I'm not,
0: I'm going to take
3: a job in my field. And then there, I, somebody like sent me this and I'm like, all right, I'm going to do
0: that. Did they shoot everything in Philly or? Uh, I I think they
3: shot a decent amount in Philly and this was at shampoo and it was all day. And I wore my sister's like really high club heels and we had to be in a club (laughs) And I'm wearing this like tube top and club heels and my feet hurt so bad. But I spent the day with Billy Bob Thompson of Fico Brothers. He was also there. And we ended up getting like matched up as like a couple walking by and then dancing together. And I didn't even realize it was him until like we had known each other for a while. And then he goes, wait, you were in hack with me. And I'm like, (laughs) oh, my God. We spent the entire day together. Wow. That's cool. it, I forgot. It was the episode with Amy Adams. Is that her name? The one from The Wire? What's
0: her name? Amy, well, first off, you're saying Amy Adams and you're bringing up The Wire? Like, who's from The Wire? I don't. She's
3: in the <laughs> second season of The Wire. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and she was also in The Office. She dated um, Michael Scott. Oh, oh, God.
0: oh. oh uh, God, I'm not good with names. Amy Ryan.
3: Amy Ryan. Say, well, Amy Ryan, oh, yeah, Amy, okay. Ad- Amy Adams. It was a male name and me. Uh, um, <laughs> see how I did that? But yes, <laughs> she was. makes sense. She was in that episode, and for two point five seconds, Billy Bob Thompson and Oh I my are gosh, just we, have dancing. we have to We have to hunt I'm in down like a this. tube top, so you can probably find that episode somewhere if like hack DVDs exist. Um,
0: oh my gosh, now we have to. Um, so secret pants.
3: Secret pants. Okay, so secret pants. Um, start. I do have this from our one of our first oh shows. Gosh. So it's a postcard from, is that the New Year's Eve show? And is this the, this That's is also craziness. the ticket for that show. The first number one ticket. I took all the number one tickets, um, you know, for my scrapbook or whatever. <laughs> um, so Secret Pants, I ended up um, getting into because the one guy, uh, Kemp, who is no longer in the group, um, he was in the writing class with, um, the the, uh, founding members of secret pants Mm -hmm. he had gone to LaSalle with me and then transferred over to temple he was in a couple of word on the street episodes actually he was in the eating competition eating pickles against me he lost um (laughs) (laughs) you wrote it you can't take (laughs) so anyway he he, you didn't
0: legitimately beat him yeah
3: he um was writing this or he's they're starting secret pants and he was Mm -hmm. like hey i'm starting the sketch comedy group are you interested in coming and i was like okay um and we met at a bar the piano bar on cherry is it on cherry okay. and um it was karaoke and i met went and met everybody there and there's a bunch of members who are no longer in the group yeah
0: because secret pants at one point was yeah. like 17 like there was a ton at yeah one.
3: there was we started with a ton of members um we also had um i remember that night too bryce brought like didn't like the selection, and went out to his car and got cake, his cake CD. <laughs> <laughs> and was like acting out, was it never there?
2: Is it that one? Or is it, I, I think it might have been,
3: where he was like acting it out. He brought this and was like, hey, can, wow. I, can I do this? S- short skirt, long jacket? Okay. Thanks, Brian. Might have been that, yes. <laughs> but uh, he, uh, so that's where I met Secret Pants. And then we started, we kind of just kind of met, and we'd bring scripts, and sometimes we'd shoot them hastily, and they didn't go over well. And mm. then we got a show at um, Muhlenberg, and they gave us an hour and a half, and we decided we were going to fill it, and we wrote an hour and a half. Wow,
0: of that's st- I, of
3: terrible content. I can't
0: even imagine an hour and a half. Yeah. Like
3: it was, it was a long show, and that was uh, that. That one too. I, I'm bringing up Bryce again, but that one he. Started with a beard and then would go backstage every time he didn't have a sketch and shave a little bit off okay. until he just had like had a mustache last mm-hmm. sketch. so that First off, that's great. That's a great idea. But we had idea. so much time, too, in this whole scenario that he could go and change his facial hair. It was great. It was, I love that. It was that. really fantastic. But it was too much. We did way too much. <laughs> it wasn't edited enough. Right. And it was... Um, yeah, that was. But we, I th- think we got paid for it, and we guess, we guess we just assumed that we would just fill an hour and a half with ourselves. But we mm-hmm. didn't really know anything else. Like there was no, when Secret Pants started, there was very little shows around here. Yeah, like, there like, wasn't. And this is even before YouTube. Like I remember when YouTube started, and it was like a big deal mm-hmm. because we, when we would shoot a video, we would have to like host it, and like you, you'd have either QuickTime yeah, or I remember, Windows like, you know, Media, and small... you'd have to download it. And we would shoot videos and we would put them on our website.
0: Roughly what time when was this Mulenburg? Like what? Muhlenberg was two thousand and five. Okay. Wow. Like um
3: yeah, it was like eight March or April two thousand and five, I think.
0: That's yeah. Crazy. Secret
3: Pants started in two thousand and four. Um and yeah. So we that was about a year after and we had shot a bunch of videos. Um I think Monopoly might have come before that. I think we shot Monopoly in right, the summer. Okay, uh, it was in the summer of the fall of I, okay. the year we first started, and that was one of our better sketches, frankly. Oh, that's uh, well, first I th- year? I mean, in the, in the beginning. Wow. Um, but, um. yeah, that was... So then we we did... um. Let's see, well, what was this New Year's show? I think we were just taking anything we could, and we did a Kyber show over the summer, which was, uh, I think, about an hour set as well um which ended up running over we had to cut a sketch in the middle of it um i remember that and that
0: was something but like i've heard legends and i mean they're not legends but they're stories but like the was it was it bruce bruce or earthquake Bruce Bruce. Okay. That and was
3: actually further further in than it should have been, fr- <laughs> frankly, as far as what we've learned. Uh, but yes, the Bruce Bruce show, that was way later. That might have been 2007, 2008, probably. And then least. there's
0: a college show where they thought you guys were an improv troupe. So you guys faked an improv show. Oh, that wasn't a college show. Okay. That
3: was a fringe show, I believe. And we were on with Rare Bird Show. And then we found out last minute that there was no tech and we had all, it was a very tech heavy show. So what we did to cover it up was we were assholes and pretended that we were an improv group. And so we'd be like, we we want a suggestion from the audience and we'd wait until the audience suggested whatever it was to, to do the thing. And then we also, (laughs) <laughs> went through and we made like little things like at a church when they're collecting money and like it was mm-hmm. like a thing on a stick and yeah, we the, were putting it through the audience like please don't uh, donations please donations please and we would go down the oh aisles it was really it was really ridiculous. But so I think it was just so we knew we couldn't change. We had all these costumes. We had all this tech. And so we just kind of were assholes about the whole situation. And I remember the one was because uh, it was the Peter Pan, like, pixie dust sketch. And we were like, we need a suggestion of a peanut butter brand. And we were just <laughs> waiting until they said Peter Pan. And waiting and waiting and waiting. And I can't remember what else we did for that show. But we did – we. <laughs> How are we doing? We were such jerks. And the Bruce Bruce show, yes, we did the sketch call. We, we actually, we had the audience a little bit. Like, we had a couple of sketches. We did the one, Dr. Inappropriate, which I have here. Um, and that was, that. like, the audience was kind of getting, like, they were tolerating us, mm. and they weren't hating us. Tolerance, that's yes. what you want. Yes, and then we did the pixie dust sketch, performer. and then, they, then we decided we were going to do the raping game, and... They didn't like it because rape's not funny, which somebody yelled out. And it isn't. And I don't know why we did that. So, I mean, yeah, rightfully. That's
0: not a sketch that you. We
3: thought it was okay because we had won a, like, the dirtiest sketch and we weren't like thinking, oh, well, that's because it was in a room full a of context. people who know that this is going to be disgusting. Yeah. So, like, now we're in a room full of people who are just trying to have a nice night out. And uh, this is what we do. So we got <laughs> booed off stage. Well, we didn't get booed off stage. We just. Did the sketch two boos and then we left the stage
0: <laughs> and then decided we were done.
3: Yes, when we were, when the sketch was over, <laughs> well, um, and Brian Kelly was a little hostile at the end, saying you have to stop booing us or Bruce Bruce isn't going to come out. That was another thing that happened. I have to apologize if anyone's in that audience because it was totally wrong. We were in the wrong, and we know that now. We've we've grown a lot.
0: Um, so, see Your Pants whittles down from the sixteen that are in that photo yeah. to it is it is it officially five or seven?
3: There's thirteen because Pagano,
0: like um, Larry and I, Steve are. Larry
3: and Steve are, are. I mean, they're not not members, but they they're just not active members, <laughs> right, I suppose, not. because they yeah they still c- kind of come around and mm-hmm. we see them o- occasionally, but, but the active members point. are five.
0: Okay. Um. So, what is it? Okay, like I asked this about other people, about roommates and romantic partners. You and Brian are married mm-hmm. and in a sketch comedy group. Like, how is it working with, you know, your significant other in the comedy setting? Like, um,
3: I don't know if it fully really
0: knowing be. that Brian Craig's in the room, yeah, and but <laughs> glaring <laughs> yeah, at I us. Yeah, I know, and he's
3: c- he's coming like a Kid Rock, and I'm Pam Anderson. Um, <laughs> 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 he, um, I it's, the thing is, I don't. I this is all I know, I guess. Like I I don't know because well we also we started dating because of Secret Pants. We weren't dating before right. Secret Pants, so we met through this. But it's just it it's just kind of this is what we do. I don't I, I kind of think Sometimes I think about other people having significant others that don't understand the nonsense that this is. Right. Like and them going, Why do you have all these props? Why are you <laughs> so concerned about this? Why are you going to the thousand thrift stores to find the perfect thing or making this? Like this is expensive. So I think <laughs> I think I have it easy. Yeah. In that sense that I we have oh, an entire room where the entire closet is filled with props and costumes. And like I can't imagine anyone accepting that (laughs) like why (laughs) why would anyone allow this to happen it's crazy but um i don't know so i i personally think i have it easy because of that and then we can bounce ideas off of each other and stuff like that and like i understand when he like that we're working really hard or we're all stressed out like before christmas show and and things like that we're um, like sometimes we'll just be like, oh, we have to figure out scripts, so let's just drop everything and we'll just like while we're driving in a car or sure. whatever. Go okay. Well, what about this idea? And we can workshop off. So, of So okay. Each other. So
0: like the, you guys do work like as a
3: sometimes. Yeah, if we do that a, a lot of times with Secret Pants. So, though, I mean, we do write a lot of stuff collaboratively, mm-hmm. like sure. as a group. But occasionally, yeah, Brian and I will like write stuff as well.
0: Yeah, because I had originally asked. I think I I, I don't know if I sent it to the Facebook page or something or to whatever email I found. Know, I want you guys to, one of you at least, to be on before that Christmas show. Yeah. And then months later, Brian Craig was just like, Yeah, that's never happening. Like, we're so stressed out before Christmas show. Yeah, that that, that, and that's what don't really, cause that Just we, don't talk to us. Because yeah,
3: like, <laughs> we're trying to figure everything out and we're trying to find props and we're like, Oh my God, yeah, Christmas show, Christmas is. Like the it's so busy and it's already busy like because it's just, Christmas time just, and it's Christmas and then like we add this and then we we keep doing this and we after every year we're like we're never doing this again <laughs> and then somebody inevitably asks when's the Christmas show that's the only thing I look forward to in yeah. December and you're just like we have to do this yes, so.
0: that, I think it, I think it has become a tradition that yeah. like you're you're stuck with it
3: so many people look forward to it that we can't that, which is why we do comedy a lot too where it's just like. I, like well, we, we say that. I mean, I I also do it because I'm a weirdo and I need it. But, um, it's like well, I just don't want to let anybody down. I can't <laughs> right. I can't let anybody down by stopping. There has doing to be at least this. one. What are they going to do with that secret hate? pants
0: show at a certain point? Like, <laughs> uh, so you be like, and over the time you become the you you get asked to be the director for yes, go, go Rodeo. Rodeo. Yep. Uh, what's the process of being the director for that compared to Secret Pants? Um.
3: It, that one that's very that's hard it's very that was hard the, one of the harder things that i had to do i think because mm-hmm. well brian kelly asked me to do it and at first i was just like no i, I can't do that like i just automatically assumed i wasn't able to or right. like why are you asking me i'm not good enough to do something like that sure and uh it took a while he was like really kind of like no i think you should do it i think you should do it and i'm like all right fine, i'll do it mm-hmm. and um it, it was very hard for me, especially at the beginning, because I I wanted to, I, I guess this is getting very open, but I, I wanted to, like, have everyone in the group sort of perceive me as this person who, I have it all together, I'll just do it all, and everything's going to get done. You just, you know, you show up and you learn your lines, and I will do everything, and it kind of, like made me lose my mind a little bit. Where like, that just, does not sound healthy oh, no, at all. Where I'm, where I'm just like, I'm just going to do it. And like, I feel like it's it, it wasn't a good lesson for the group. And it's also like, it wasn't good for me either. But then like gradually I started going, okay, I can ask people for help. Like mm-hmm. I know that if I ask the group, hey, can you help me make this? Can you help me do this? And people like, it, it became more of a collaborative effort than me just trying to like, the equivalent of just grabbing all of the groceries from my car and carrying them in in one trip, Mm -hmm. like sort of thing. I don't need any help. I'll just do it. Like, and I feel like I did that a lot because I remember like Goldie telling me the one time I was like, I I, I think, I don't know if I was struggling to carry stuff and I was just doing it. And I remember her just saying, you just seem like you can do anything. And I just assume you can. And I feel, I'm like, (laughs) oh, I think I just put out the wrong message. So... I don't know. Always ask for help, people. It's not a shame to ask (laughs) for help. Like, you are a human being. But I did, I think I poured myself way more into it because I was just so focused on I will be a leader and I don't want them to think that I'm weak in any way. Mm -hmm. And, which is, it's kind of how I live my life. I'm also, I'm just a very, I'm a very weird person that I don't like people seeing me in sort of a vulnerable state or like Mm -hmm. a, a state where they think I'm not, capable or I'm not ready I don't know but well and I, I will tell a very brief story you, on you don't have to be brief at the all uh, like. <laughs> the, the sort of almost the background to this because my mom this was only like maybe s- five or six years ago r- told me a story about when I was learning to walk that she had never seen a kid do this but every time I would just crawl over to a table and then practice walking holding on the table and I never just ran like i never just ran and did it and fall- fell like and it was just so huh. me at like such a young age and she's like i don't know why you did that and i'm like i know why i did that like, <laughs> I didn't want to embarrass myself by falling mom like i wanted you to know that i could walk so i was yeah, practicing my, walking. my friend who
0: just had a baby just sent me a video of her of the baby's first couple steps and it's one two three fall yeah. i'm like okay that's cool oh, not me like not me you were you wanted to be perfectly like i
3: needed to be perfect as so if I a camera would have been on you yes. like i didn't want them to think i was weak by falling so i uh i practiced at the table <laughs> like a weirdo <laughs> even back then
0: uh, <laughs> and, and you fully were in the process of casting and, you know, picking the writers for Goat Rodeo. And so what was that like? Cause I think you're the first house team director I've talked to.
3: Okay. Uh, the, well, the writers, first of all, Brian Kelly picked me first. I'm not sure why he picked the director first. And then he asked me who I wanted to be the head writer. And I say Christian Alsis, And then he said, second choice. And I said <laughs> Christian Alsis. And then he said, all right, third choice. And I went, outside Christian Alsace's house with a boombox over your head. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, he asked him. I think he had to ask him twice. But Mm -hmm. he was the only one I wanted. And then um, we just kind of had uh, writer submissions, and they were all blind. So it was just a packet, and you would get it. And we read through it. Um, It was uh, me and Christian, uh, Joe Moore, Steve Swan, Madonna, Um, I'm not sure who else so we read through all of these scripts and it was like a really long night we had to read through and then we had to like rate them and we had no idea who half of these people were except I think the only one that we knew was like Aaron Herzog because it was a whole sketch about friendship (laughs) Um, (laughs) and he kind of like it was a little heavy handed (laughs) but the the packet was good it wasn't that because we knew Aaron but we kind of thought it was Aaron Um, so we, we just kind of picked everybody Mm. from these packets and some of the people like we didn't know at all. Um, Justin Miller, um,
0: yeah, there's names on goat radio. I don't think I've ever met or seen or yeah.
3: And, uh, Bill Flint, he's, he does more stuff now in the theater, but we didn't know any of these people. Mm. They just had really good writing packets. And so we took them on and then, um, then we did the casting a few months later like when we kind of started whittling down scripts and um, that was just like they would come in with uh, something yeah. like a monologue or something and then they would read from our scripts uh, that we had that we would give to them either like a couple days before or something I think they would get, I don't know what do they call them, the sides? Is yeah, that a, that's, <laughs> yeah. I think that's a technical term. I think them. I learned it from <laughs> that. I remember also during, th- that was a very long day too. We were watching all of these auditions. I, I do remember that uh, Zach Gave us a headshot. He gave us two headshots. One with him with him, oh, like one with just his kind of bare face, and then one he drew a mustache in. <laughs> and then when he walked in, he had a mustache. So I like went, all right. And I put the one with the drawn mustache on top, like, we're ready for you. I also remember I, I was watching uh, the Mr. Show sketch, The Audition. Mm right beforehand going oh, i hope somebody does this <laughs> and somebody went can i use this chair and i started laughing and they weren't doing that <laughs> oh and my god yeah and i was like oh uh, y- yes you can use that chair <laughs> oh, so that was a little embarrassing uh, that's fantastic yeah. um but i think we did well with the cast yeah but then we lost a few people aaron aaron left matt lamson kate thompson um am i forgetting anybody because that would make me sound terrible but um but you've picked up yeah so we, we, we took on uh dan corkery and uh jimmy hack or hake and julia Selly,
0: okay. um, um and then now you have as if you're not busy enough uh youth large youth is large. coming back this mo- month which yes. uh where did that start
3: That started as the
0: other two members of Youth Large are in the room as well. Yeah, the other two
3: members of Youth Large are here. That actually, it started as a half joke. Um, Zia kind of steps in, like she stepped in a few times when Secret Pants like needed a person, Mm -hmm. and at one of the shows where she filled in. Um, her and I were sitting on a couch and we're like we're starting our own sketch group guys like I'm done <laughs> but w- I, we're just going to do it we're just going to start our own sketch group and it's just going to be women and we're just going to burn our bras on stage and that's all we're going to do and it's kind of like a, we'd kind of like joke around about it and then we're like Let's do this. Let's yeah. actually do this. And so we never burned our bras on stage, but um yet. We <laughs> yet one day. Um we haven't gotten that sketch to work. We actually did try to write a
2: sketch. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't
3: gotten that sketch to
2: work. But um
3: yes. So uh that's kind of how that happened. And yeah, and then we asked Goldie to be in it cuz yeah. we thought she would fit in her in with our uh, weirdness and anxiety. Uh,
0: <laughs> so uh So you've been doing comedy for a while like Mm -hmm. since like like I said day four with (laughs) doing stuff just for your aunts Mm -hmm. and and then you know high school and college and that's a lot like my goodness um what drew you to comedy why do you do it
2: I
3: I'm not quite sure I think uh there's there's always been a part of me that really enjoys kind of making people laugh and just Mm -hmm. kind of being goofy like My sister used to get really mad at me because anytime she'd have friends over, I'd just like try to come in and be like, okay, guys, what's going on? And just try to be really obnoxious. And she, you said earlier
0: that you're the youngest. I am. So do you think that's part of it? Because I'm also the youngest, and I distinct, I have distinct memories of doing that as well. Like, yeah,
3: I maybe that is it. That might be it a little bit. And but I just, I really enjoy making people laugh. I also kind of, I'm not great with like, sad things or confrontation so like comedy is kind of the way I deal with things so I think maybe that also contributes to it
0: yeah you're you're talking to a person that when my grandfather died I was listening to stand up on the way to the funeral because I couldn't deal with anything so it's
3: just it's a way it's a way to deal with things so I think that's kind of how I how I do it but I, I again I just like being in front of people and being stupid
2: I don't
0: know. (laughs) (laughs) Because I don't know if I – I don't think I've ever done this on Twitter before, but you have two things that I've said as never not funny. Like, uh, in the secret pants – well, they're both secret pants sketches, but the one with the train that just keeps going around the Christmas tree, you eating a sandwich killed me every time. Yeah, Paul biting the sandwich and just that. No, but it was something that you did. Like, maybe it wasn't –
3: I didn't eat a sandwich.
0: Then what do you do in that – what's your repetitive –
3: I don't do a repetitive thing because I'm the only one who knows what's
2: happening.
0: Oh, then never. Oh, then it might be Paulie. Okay, so one thing that's never not funny that you do is Aunt Nancy. Like, oh, Aunt Nancy. Is is that based on anything? Like, it's
3: based loosely on a like it's based on a bunch of things because it's it's a sort of a combination. One of Brian's aunts just always every party tries to come over and be like. Hey, uh, I did this cool thing. Have <laughs> you tried these uh, wine coolers? Because I tried these <laughs> wine coolers, and they're really cool. That's what I do with my friends. So she's like, kind of trying to be cool. Should I say this? Um, so and She'll then that, never and then she's this? also a little bit based on my aunt Pat, who is just like this big woman, mm-hmm. and who would always just kind of be goofy. And yeah, she's jingling. She would always jingle change <laughs> in her pocket. But the voice and the like, she's this thing is like my the The finger wagging is like my dad's side of the family. They all kind of do that, so it's a little bit. It's a little bit of a combination of everything.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and then my final question usually is, which means you know we're wrapping up. Oh, uh,
3: wow. is Phil quick? Is, it this is quick? Do you want to ask me any more questions? I'm, oh. I'm,
0: I don't know how quick it's <laughs> this been. Is my, this
2: is my, uh, my, um, time, my time. to time shine. Uh,
0: uh, you've been doing this forever, director on a team, two other sketch teams on top of that. What is something that you would tell a young... What's something that you've learned from comedy that you would pass on to a younger, a new writer? I Something you've learned from...
3: Something I've... I, I guess... It, it's it's working with other people. And I think maybe also the, the asking for help, I think reiterating that is mm-hmm. kind of... Like, going to other people and being comfortable going this is something I wrote. I know it's not good. Help me out with this. Sure, That kind of stuff is, is ac- it's very helpful. And I think I, I didn't really know that. Um, more earlier, I guess. Um,
0: well, you said that like during the high school thing, you, you did everything.
3: I did. I did do everything. The thing is, there's a, I, I'm going to get, I'm going to get a little deep here. Okay. While I was doing all of this, like, when I went and found all of, like, these scripts and stuff a couple weeks ago, and I found that video, and I'm looking at all of this stuff I did, I was a lot more confident in myself, like, in high school, in college, where I was like, I'm just going to do this. I'm going to write yeah. these these scripts, and I'm going to do it. And then somewhere along the way, I kind of started listening to people going, you're not good, don't bother. And uh, there's there's that sort of thing that's in the back of my mind where I'm like oh, wait, somebody said I wasn't good and I shouldn't keep doing this, uh, you know, like... And that sort of holds me back more now than it ever did in the past, which it's kind of a weird situation. Yeah, like... That I've kind of gotten more... Um, more bottled up as I've gotten older, which is weird. Like, I, I, have I... Any
0: idea why? Like...
2: I,
3: I don't know. I think I just... I think I just got scared and, like, I put myself out further and then I just... I. I I don't know like hmm. I it's, it's but I I'm like I'm getting better with it in the past like few years where I'm just like okay like it's okay everybody is sort of like oh sort of questions themselves and like I'm realizing this now and mm-hmm. it's okay and and people working with other people make me stronger and you know like put myself out there but it's just funny to watch myself on that like grainy VHS video and go wow look at that. Look at that. 17-year-old <laughs> me and how confident I was that I thought I could write a whole show. Yeah. And like now I'm just like, "Oh, is this sketch funny? I don't know. Everybody's going to hate me." And like <laughs> I don't know. It's just weird. That, that so, it's cr- just it's just weird to kind of come to that realization when coming fr- like going through these scripts that I was like, "Oh, I should have I should have just really kept going. Like yeah. I might have really been a huge powerhouse, but I don't know.
0: But you did keep going. You I like, did. I like, did. TV <laughs> show on LaSalle's TV. Yeah. And then Like the biggest sketch group in the city. Like hey, We're all right. Like
3: We hardly do any shows. You <laughs> don't, but. We're nothing. We're nothing. But
0: like, you know, not to blow smoke, yeah. like the tree of sketch comedy mm. starts from Secret Pants, like, and now a Marvin the Martian folder. Like.
3: Yes. I was a huge fan of Marvin the Martian in <laughs> high school. <laughs> So that's why I have this, but yeah, it's, I don't know. It's, it's a strange, it's a strange journey I've been on, yeah. but I feel like I've been getting better. And especially like with youth large, I feel like it's a good way for me to uh, work through things because we're all kind of like this, these anxiety yeah, riddled yeah. well, people.
0: Well, before you got here, Zia was like, she's never late. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> We're always so
3: worried. We're your mothers, like all of us. Where we're just like, oh my god, did I say the right thing? Did I do this? Did I? I, so it's it's so comforting to sort of be in that room where we're all like, we're all weirdos. So it's okay. We all what think is? this is weird. But um, Brian is writing something. Change and also, quicker. oh, also the other advice because I was kind of <laughs> joking to Brian because Brian was um playing Josh earlier and like giving me some. And, uh, questions. <laughs> you uh, did a
0: practice interview on the way through. The way he worded I the qu- like I the way he worded the
3: question was slightly different, and it's that's why I didn't. Okay, so wait, I, if you've done a practice
0: interview, why did it take so long to get a favorite SNL cast? Because I don't member? have one. I,
3: I gave him nothing, and he, you said, I will not stop until you give me one. I so I, <laughs> <scripted>. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it, but I didn't really have anybody. Though I will say shorten a can is one of like my favorite sketches. It's just so stupid. <laughs> it's so dumb. But anyway, so uh, the other advice I would have for um, sketch comedians is uh, you can change quicker. Like I know that you can change quicker. <laughs> so just do it. If you need me to show you how to do it, I can do it because I know I can do a good change in 15 seconds.
0: It's funny because like when I'm running late for work, like <laughs> just getting out of the shower, I know I can get out like in a minute and be perfectly fine. Like. The only thing Sketch I Sketch comedy has taught me how to get changed quicker. The
3: entire 30 minutes before I go on stage is just me thinking about exactly <laughs> how I'm going to change. That's it. I'm going through every single bit of like, okay, this this pair of pants off, this shirt on, button, button, button out. Like I know exactly how to do it. And people can change quickly. They, they just they just choose not to.
0: So I feel like that's pointed to people in this room more than like Zia no, is shaking her head not. as if it's well, not Zia, true. Zia is a little
3: bit of a slow changer. <laughs> Chris Chris McGrail is the slowest changer I've ever seen in my life. I am changing that man backstage almost every single GOAT rodeo show. You better believe I am putting something on him and I'm pushing him out the curtain. Cause he says he can't do it I'm like you can You can I know you can And if you If you won't I will do it for you Just go limp I'll do it
0: Now I'm trying to remember Like how much Chris Had to change in the Judo range days Like I'm trying to think Of like specific shows Like if he ever had That issue
3: I'm oh. I, I put a lot of costume. I always, that's the <laughs> other piece of advice, more co- pro- costumes and props. Like you can never have enough costumes and props.
0: I, I, I think I'm fully on board with, yeah. The, uh, full sometimes
3: I see people I'm like, I bought too many wigs for this. And I'm like, <laughs> there's no such thing enough. as too many wigs. You have too many costumes. No, you don't. You don't have too many costumes. You have too few costumes. If you don't have a table set with food, like a full dinner table, <laughs> don't bother. Don't bother coming out. <laughs> Secret Pants did a full dinner. We had a salad and a, and bread and I, plates I for I, everyone and wine glasses. I
0: think I've, I think I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh,
3: oh Not my enough gosh. props and costumes in this uh, in this scene. So you don't like minimalist? Like. Well, I either like absolute minimalist or all out. Like mm. I, you you either do like a a very artistic, like the way um, like Banny Petty or House of Solitude does, like this is the style that we're doing mm-hmm. and we're wearing white shirts and black pants or we're wearing black turtlenecks and black pants. And that's it. Like the word stylistic or don't bother. Then do I all, go all out. Don't come out and have your finger as a gun. If you're not, you right. know, like, or don't come out in the same outfit where I'm just like, just, just change your shirt. <laughs> just Take off a hat. Yeah. Like that's it. Now you're a different person, and I can believe that. Yeah. But if you're just going to come out in your regular clothes for every single sketch and your different characters, I don't know. Does that sound too s- snotty?
0: No. <laughs> no, it's perfectly fine.
3: <laughs> I just enjoy. I enjoy <laughs> a costume. I enjoy props. I enjoy wigs. Or again, just do it real stylistic, where <laughs> it's like this is the point, and then I get on board. I can get on board with that, but I, I can't get on board with just doing whatever.
0: All right, Brian, since you've listened to everything, did I miss anything? I'm good.
3: All right. Anything else? Any other parts of my uh, story? Have you
0: Have you missed anything? Or? Andre oh, oh, Andre I,
3: Wilson. If you're wondering who Andre yeah, Wilson is. Like, yeah, what's
0: Andre Wilson? Andre
3: Wilson was just a guy who, who I went to high school with who was in the sketch who played the pretzel bandit. So there's really no reason. I don't understand why I thought this was a great reveal. <laughs> like, it should have been, like... Andre Snyder of Snyder's of Hanover or like something like that. I don't understand why I, I did Andre Wilson, but I also, oh, th- during the sketch though, I, I, I described to Brian in detail the, um, the mask I made. For Andre Wilson which was a like I printed out a cartoon pretzel and then I glued it to poster board and I cut it out and cut out the holes and made like glasses for him like these pretzel glasses which I had for forever I I think I threw them out maybe when like my parents moved out of my childhood home but uh yeah so Andre Wilson is just a guy I went to high school with he was very funny so I thought it was. Like was it
0: like just like a shout out to him? Like,
3: well, he no, he was the one who played the Pretzel Bandit.
0: Okay, so, so he. Okay, so it wasn't totally just. It like wasn't
3: totally random. It was just that he was playing the Pretzel Bandit. So and he, he was happened the, pretzel. To be the Pretzel Bandit. Okay. So he was just a a funny guy in my <laughs> performing arts class. So it doesn't really make much sense. Now, I don't know. I was seventeen years old when I wrote the Pretzel Bandit. I will. I'd like to claim that. <laughs> oh my.
0: Alright, Sam. Samantha <laughs> so talked about an episode of the CBS drama Hack. So if anyone knows where you can find season 2 episode 5 called Out of the Ashes without paying an arm and a leg or breaking copyright laws, let me know. Samantha Russell returns to the stage as part of Youth Large at the Philly Improv Theater on March 23rd and 24th at 8.30 p.m. with Dog Mountain. Tickets are available at fitcomedy.com. Also, I will be performing during one-minute monologues at Good Good Comedy on March 24th at 7 p.m. Go to goodgoodcomedy.com for more information about that. And maybe we can share a lift from one show to the other that night. Who knows? My First Sketch is a Philly Sketch Fest production. You can find out more information at phillysketchfest.com or on Twitter at phlsketchfest. Also, for more information about comedy in Philly, head to watercooler.com. The music on this episode is by the band Nono, which you can check out at band dot bandcamp.com like my first sketch on facebook this is josh Hyam. thanks for listening now go see some comedy